Yo. So I'm at the 5 minute and 47 second mark. Pretty sure you're going to see a thumbnail of the individual he's talking about. I'm going to go back to the beginning and play it from the top. If you're coming to listen to this after my last podcast and you hear me kind of just muse about some things and talk about nature versus nurture. Um, and I've been saying things like once you understand how testosterone affects a, a, a male and how even their brains are different than ours, so than women, so... It's weird because I would try to problem shoot or troubleshoot differently. But I'm saying that because I'm not affected as much by testosterone and the way my brain is made. It's afforded the ability to kind of use a little bit more critical, logical thinking than other Makeups, but here's the other thing too, and this is why I decided to come on here and share it is because um there's also studies that show that I'll call them XYs, it takes two breakups for for males to kind of just become unhinged of a sort. And again, understand, I stopped this at the 5 minute and 47 second mark. It's a 10 minute video, so at some point I'm going to cross over into the threshold of things that I didn't hear before I decided to record this. But um, yeah, you're going to want to definitely stay and listen to to this. And again, I, I also wonder, when you when he says little things like, they live in a big house. It's an intact family. The mom is a stay-at-home mom. The dad is at work. Two-parent household. Doesn't get any better than really white privilege to, you know, from the sound of it. But um, here's the outcome, right? So let me go ahead and play this. Out is a family. And this family consist of mom and dad, mm-hmm. hard-working people, mm-hmm. live in an upper-middle-class neighborhood mm-hmm. in Lake Wells, four children, mm. and dad goes to work like he always does. He mm-hmm. works, as he says, an incredible amount so that his wife can stay home and take care of the four children mm. and the house. So he goes to work. And he receives a frantic call from one of the children that, you know, mom's being taken by ambulance to Lake Wells Hospital in exceptionally critical condition. This all happens just after about mm, 9.30 yesterday morning. So dad goes to the hospital, rushes to the hospital and determines from the hospital that mom's died of unknown causes. He goes and gets the daughter out of school. She's 14. And he goes home 
with this family where they're all grieving together. <clears throat> At about 11.04, we get a phone call from the hospital. They said, we've just discovered this lady that died from unknown causes that was brought in has suspicious injuries. So immediately we go to the hospital and we rush to the house. They think, the hospital thinks at that time, possibly she has puncture wounds. And in fact, she does. So we get to the house and here's this grieving family and they're shocked by all of a sudden there's patrol cars and homicide detectives that show up. And here's what we discovered. Seth Settle is 19 years of age. Mom takes daughter to school, hmm. comes home, and smells smoke in Seth's bedroom. So she goes and she opens the door, and she said, I've told you before about smoking in this house. Mm. Now quit smoking in the house. Mm -hmm. And she closes the door, and he shoots her through the door. Did you hear what I said? He shoots his mama through the door. There's an entrance wound and an exit wound, and she falls to the floor. He jumps up, runs to where his 24-year-old brother is. It's a large house around the corner from the game room from his bedroom, through the game room, around to the main area of the house, and is screaming at his 24-year-old brother, who's in the bathroom and doesn't hear what he says. 24-year-old comes out, Seth has fled the house. He goes looking for his mother and finds her unresponsive in the game room mm. on the floor by Seth's bedroom, and of course dials 911. There is no blood. He doesn't know what happened. He didn't hear a gunshot. Seth's fled. They call EMS. EMS cancels us. It's a medical event. Until they get to the hospital, Dad now has arrived at the hospital. Mom's deceased. They initially don't see any wound. They don't see any blood. And only later, when they're preparing to move mom, did one of the nurses notice all of a sudden there's a small amount of blood. And in fact, what has happened, she was shot. The medical examiner did the investigation this morning and what he determined, this in and out wound went directly through her heart. Her heart immediately quit beating, so there was no blood to pump out. We arrest Seth, take him down to the station, and he confesses. But he colors the event in his best interest. He tells us that he's depressed, and some of his friends confirmed to us that he had a girlfriend about a year ago, 
He said that mom opened the door to get on to me <clears throat> about smoking and I was holding a gun to my head. And she told me to put the cigar out and close the door and the gun accidentally discharged. We don't believe that. We don't believe that because by all accounts, all accounts, even his admission that mom was a absolutely, totally wonderful person mm -hmm. and the best mom you could ever have. Mm. I really love when a guy's... Y'all, that's wild. We do a criminal history, not one blemish on anyone's name. Mom, dad, mm. the four kids. Mm. This is truly the wonderful family next door. Mm. Mm -hmm. And he kills his mom. Mm. We think he was angry. We think he was mad. We're absolutely confident with the type of mom that this is. There's no way she would have closed that door with her son holding a gun to his head. That's our supposition. He fled, went to a friend's house, told him I accidentally shot mom, fled past her, didn't help, didn't dial 911, mm. hollered something at the brother on the way out of the door. So where are the guns? Well, he tells the detectives, well, I threw them off of the Chalet Suzanne Road into a, a wooded area. So after hours of searching, we finally determined that another friend had come to the house and he had asked the other friend to take these two firearms away. The friend gave us the firearms, said he wanted me to take the firearms because he was afraid he'd hurt himself. Of course, the friend didn't know mom was shot. He just knew that mom had died unexpectedly and he was just trying to hold the firearms for Seth. Dad, the other brothers, no one had any idea that Seth even had these two firearms. Mm. And he's too young to possess firearms. Mm. The firearms aren't stolen. But at the end of the day, we have without argument, the most wonderful mom in the world who's now deceased because the 19-year-old kid shot and killed her. I can't believe, I can't begin to tell you the horror of this event. I had the opportunity to talk to dad who's just a great, hardworking, good man. And I can tell you the only people that are more shocked and stunned by this than us in law enforcement are the immediate family. Mm. No one ever could see this coming, but for whatever reason. You know, and so there's maybe like another two minutes left. This, y'all just kind of bear with me because I feel like I'm afforded the time to, while everybody's in the middle of a rat race, I have time to sit and ask, well, are certain things we've been told, are they true? How do we get different outcomes? And I, the reason I'm stopping it here is because you're talking about the family dynamics where you have a 
perfect father. And it's um, it makes me emotional. I I hate loss of life. Period. I think that's something you're gonna hear from me across the board. I hate loss of life. I think it's so precious and. So you have a, a prototype of like a upstanding husband and father and perfect example of a woman for the mom, for a wife. And the reason this sticks out to me, I think, even with this case here, um, is that I think a lot of us want to say, well, you know, with the last podcast, it's like, well, how did we get those three hoodlums on the screen? Well, maybe the father was a criminal from the jump street. You know, if they're having criminal mindset from 14, 13, 14, 19, and they go procreate with some girl that once that was abandoned by her father, um, grew up in a single parent home and is looking for quote unquote love or doesn't quite understand how children are brought into the world and the consequences of it and how to parent, you know, in those type of scenarios, it's like, you could kind of understand that. But I think that a lot of us kind of feel like, oh, well, I'm going to marry. It it sounds like they're Christian because the boy's name is Seth. So (laughs) if it were up to me, I'd say they're definitely Christian and or Mormon, but whatever, what have you. And it's like, even under the best circumstances in suburb America, right? Two-parent home. How do you... Because part of nature would imply that if you take a good, good specimen from both, you know, where you have a good father and a good mother, then it should equal a good child, right? But that's not always the case. And so then that's why I feel like, because here's the other thing that's kind of in the back of my mind, and this is, I think, going to be important too, so you got to kind of understanding how I think too, as he's talking about these different stories, and obviously the last ones, they were black, this one is a white boy, and y'all know I'm in a space right now where I've heard evidence to suggest that the brain between a man and a woman are different male between a male and a female are different and the way that testosterone affects them is contributing to all of the things that we see but as I'm looking at it it's like how do you have somebody like the sheriff who seems practical who seems logical who understands that they're you know he he, to some degree it sounds like he can empathize you know and how do you get an outcome where you have like a father from this family where you know hardworking marries gets married stays married has children one of the sons was 24 so they've been married for at least 24 years right don't know if the two if the other because it sounds like it's three boys and one girl the girl is 14 and um so that leaves one other child to either be older than a 24 year old or 
you know, in between the ages of 24 to 14, or could he possibly even be younger than the 14 year old? Although that would be school age. So I'm guessing it's probably closer to between 18, 21, you know, in the older bracket to where they're not having to be dropped off at school. Unless maybe, but, but my point being is like, how do you, how, what's the difference between how their brain works and how they handle adversity and their nature versus other people that just choose to make certain decisions that get them different outcomes. So yeah, this one this one is a very important one. I'm glad I I was able to capture it. But with that being said, um I'm not gonna watch any more of these today. It's Saturday and um um I do like the model of taking Saturday off or but you know, I grew up with Sabbath, so just away from stuff and especially after this one I feel like that's a good model to maybe keep for a good going on out for the rest of my life type of thing, but um, I don't want to really stay in the funky energy. I I think he has a sense of humor. But I think that um the one right before this one I watched was he was talking about like the dumbest criminal on earth. And he said, you know, sometimes you want to lighten the mood because sometimes the stuff that you're dealing with is so deep and dark and troublesome and, you know, the criminality that that's around us. But I'm not getting paid to deal with all of that kind of stuff. And it's a lot. So even with this one, I'm going to finish playing the last couple of minutes, like basically a minute and a half and stuff. But I wanted to play that for you, too, because um, it definitely, like I said, I feel like there's all of these little pieces of the puzzles where it's like one piece of the puzzle is behavior. One piece of the puzzle is gender. One piece of the puzzle is nature. One piece of the puzzle is... um nurture one piece of the puzzle is upbringing one piece of the puzzle is you know all of these like studies and our personal experiences and the things we see around us and we all have little bits and pieces but now that we're we have an idea of like how men are women are you know society is community is behavioral studies psychology and stuff like that and now we have like a picture of like what we're dealing with. Now you can, in just in this story alone, you can see how all the pieces fit of what people have been saying. You know? Um, but at the same time, I feel like there's a part of me that just wonders, well, how come is it that you have a Sheriff Judd who seems like an upstanding citizen, has a moral compass, and you have the father of this guy, Seth, who does the right thing, hardworking, you know, middle, upper class, has a wife, has four children, sounds like it could be a loving home, and then have this whole, what is it, Cain of Abel, Seth type behavior where he takes out your wife, man, and this is the thing, like, I think part of the reason that uh, that made me click on it, too, is because it's like the relationships with the between the sons and the moms. And that's part of I'm being reminded of what it was I wanted to come on here for it, because not even knowing anything outside of the caption, it says son shot mom after she told him to stop smoking in his room. 
it kind of irritated me a little bit too and I was curious to see what age he was because one thing and this kind of goes to like sometimes people don't if people have never had to have their name on a lease or a homeowner they don't value property and so but he's 19 so it's like he hasn't had the chance to rent something and understand that the smell gets into the walls you have secondhand smoke and it's just not healthy for you either but um <clears throat> but you know the relationship between sons and moms where it's kind of like this is they don't have the same regard that you do in giving birth to them and loving your sons that they don't reciprocate it to where it's like you know they love they don't love you the way that you love them you know like you want what's best for them and i think part of it has to do with you know for the most part um and and that's another part that fascinates me too is kind of like some of the the people that commit crimes like women that commit crimes is it cuz they have like higher testosterone levels or like if there were studies to see what their testosterone levels are and what the size of their brain is and like the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex and stuff like that like to study if if it's closer to a certain xy spectrum versus like you know um but <clears throat> for the most part a woman nurtures right and yeah let me finish playing this and then we're gonna be just uh... he shot and killed his mom are there any questions about that before i go to the next one he said he bought them off of the street. Now, they're not reported stolen. That doesn't mean that they're not that someone didn't steal them and sell them to him or and it never got registered in the computer as a stolen firearm, but there is zero indication that the firearm's stolen. He just bought them. Hmm. Some friends had them. There was a cigar he was smoking? There was no drugs or anything? No drugs. Black and mild cigar. Did he show any remorse? No. He was very stoic. Hmm. It wasn't that he was unapologetic. He was just very stoic. He said he, he was a great mom. It was an accident. But he admitted pointing the gun at the door. Can you show the age of the victim? The victim's 52. Mm. I, uh, my, my heart and prayers go out to the entire family. That's not supposed to happen. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Okay? I think another part that has me curious, too, is... You know, I I did record a podcast that was talking about reparations. Um, that's a conversation that's going on here in California. Not a lot of content creators are talking about it, and I I decided to remove it. I don't know, like maybe one or two of you might have heard it because it was late night, but I I just went ahead and pulled it. I have to go back and revisit it, but um, because y'all know I'm a little bit of a um, you know, I <laughs> pop off at the mouth. Um, and I'm pretty sure little bits and pieces will come out because they're supposed to make a decision 
um, July 1st of 2023. At the time I'm recording this, it's May 2023. But um, one of the things I've always wondered is like, if we had the black community and leadership, like, would we have an infrastructure where we can call out what is right and what is wrong and and have an accountability system? Because even though they don't do, they're not, they don't hold their own, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. They don't hold their own as accountable as they should, but at least the system is in place. Like, I'm sure it doesn't bring him any pleasure to call out his own people, but at the same time, the system is there. And I don't know that we have that in the black community. Um, It almost makes me wonder, at some point, I'll probably upload that, that podcast with a very long, you know, like brief, you know, um, with, <laughs> with a little bit more pretext, but I feel like one of the things I talked about was infrastructure. And so it's like, what, what was, what would the infrastructure look like? I mean, could I get justice in the black community? Because the way the things that are going right now, it's like, we don't, you know, if I get robbed or mugged or shot or toe tagged or stuff like that, where is the authority or moral authority to say, you know what, you did wrong, you shouldn't have robbed, you shouldn't have harmed, you shouldn't have, you know, toe-tagged her. Here's what we suggest as a sentence for you doing that wrong thing. Because right now, if we were to eliminate white society's way of doing things, I feel like I would be completely done for. Like, we would have 13 and 14-year-olds just running out here, shooting people, killing people and I'm not even talking about just the three that were on this on the thumbnail from the last podcast the time I'm recording this there have been at least one there have been at least a different scenario every single day that comes up on the news I know there could be way more but it's like breaking out of prison one of the other ones had like uh another three males where one of the guys has already shot and killed four people, and he's definitely under the age of 21. So I don't know, just something to think about. I gotta go. I'm gonna talk to you later. Bye.